You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating, and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat. And stay up to date. Hi there. You listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today, I've got a country artist from Norway, and his name is Daniel Borge. Hi, Danny. Hey, Dom. How are you doing today? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm good, sir. We're currently on FaceTime at the moment. Today's the 13th of May. I see in the background of your video, it says Nashville. Are you currently in Nashville? No, right now. I wish I was, though. I was supposed to go there for um, about two weeks ago. Yeah. But, you know, the coronavirus and the COVID-19 things, you know, it stops everything. So everything is on pause right now. I bet that's frustrating. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) I saw on Instagram that you're releasing some new music. Yes, I am. Can you tell us anything about the new music? I, I hear you're releasing one at the... The first one's going to be at the end of this month? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, it's been a little bit back and forth, you know, uh, with uh, what kind of songs uh, or which songs to release the first. Because uh, there are so many good. You yeah. know, so, but uh, it ended up with this song. It's a song called um, Your Name Came Up. Yeah. It's written by Davis Wrench from Nashville. And um, everything is produced in Nashville. So... Um, it's a kind of like a heart heartbreak song. Oh yeah, yeah. So I read on your bio on your website that the music's being currently done in Nashville, and the Blake Shelton band's actually doing the actual music behind it. Uh, yes, some of it. Some of uh, it. It's kind of like yeah, it's a it's a long short long story. I can I can try to make a short one. Make it as long as <laughs> but, you want. Uh, <laughs> okay, I try, I try to. I can go on for hours. <laughs> but. Um, the thing is, uh, about in June, it's one year ago, I was in Nashville. Yeah. And uh, I was visiting uh, my friend. Uh, her name is Kinsey Rose. She's singing, uh, singing at the Broadway. So she asked me if I wanted to sing one song at the stage. So I did that. And um, when I went uh, off the stage, uh, a producer and, um, and a songwriter uh, approached me and asked if I wanted to work with them. So... Uh, they uh, actually gave me a uh, record deal for four songs. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Blake Shelton band was in on uh, those four songs. So uh, uh, it's actually the, the same people. You you can see in all the uh, music videos at The Voice, you know, with Blake yeah. Shelton's uh, singing. Yeah, it's the same guy. So uh, that's what's amazing. That's crazy. That, that... Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. What was it like when you found out that the band were actually going to perform the music on your new record? Uh I was amazed, you know, because I, I love the Blake Shelton music, you know, and I, I love the kind of music he does. And uh, it was cool because I, I got to talk to these people and, um, and talk to them about the music. Uh, and I, I learned so much from them, you know. I was in the studio uh, and uh, it kind of went, uh, went on like a vocal session. Yeah. <laughs> to help, you know, hit the right tones and sing like uh, a modern type country. Because I always loved the old school country, you know, the real classical ones. Yes. But um, I also, after being to the US so many times now, I really love the modern country. So I'm trying to adapt my voice to, to fit that kind of music. You see, your previous two songs, Three Sheets of the Wind and Only Me, to me are very yeah. much classic country, very much, yeah. you know, all, not the oldie-worldie kind of country, you know, back in the 1960s, but more of like the 80s, 90s, very much vibe yes. to it. And it's very it's very mellow, it's very lovely. Yeah, 
It's uh, I like that kind of music, and uh, that's the kind of music I always been singing because I'm from Norway, you know. And in Norway, they actually don't. I don't think they know what pop country is or modern pop country. They they don't play it on the radios. Yeah. So uh, about one year ago, we we got our first uh, country music radio. Uh, so now it's kind of starts moving around, and it's um, more and more people. Uh, uh, are now getting a hold of this uh, new country music. And uh, I love that type of music. So I'm trying now to, uh, to learn how to do it. And uh, with the help of so many people, you mm-hmm. know, Scarlett, uh, River Management. Yes. And Danny McMahon, I've been talking a lot to them. And um, they have been a big help for me to, to get my music out there. So what I'll do now is I'll try and take it back to when you first started going into music. What was the main, you know, how did you actually go into music itself? Uh, I, it started out when I was about five years old, I think. Yeah. Uh, I started to play the guitar. My sister taught me how to play guitar. So I was kind of like this um, uh, miraculous kid, you know, uh, playing the guitar <laughs> only five years old. And yeah. uh, I did that for a while. And um, my father is a minister in a church. So uh, I started out singing on uh, meetings in the church and stuff like that. Yeah. But it wasn't actually before uh, about one year ago when I started thinking about doing music full-time. Uh, so I, I've been doing the likes of small things, weddings, um, uh, just kind of like a hobby. Yeah. But um, I wanted to go all in on this one, so uh, this time. So uh, it actually, after I started out with doing this, uh, everything has been moving very fast. Yeah. And uh, I'm happy about that, that things are, are happening all the time. So how did you actually get into country music then? If country music hasn't really been in Norway as such, you know, what was the main influences? You know, what spurred your imagination to go into there? I always listen to country music. You know, it's, uh, I, remember, I remember the first uh, country uh, song I heard, like modern country type, yeah. is uh, God Brooks. Yeah. Uh, Tomorrow Never Comes. <laughs> and I, I, I fell in love with that kind of music, you know. Yeah. And after that, it was Travis Street and um, Alan Jackson. So, but that was uh, the only music I knew of. So, um, but after a while, I dug deeper, you know, when I was like a real country music fan, I uh, started to um, to call for CDs to send them to Norway, you know, from um, from the US. Yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, so after that, I always been listening to country music, and um, I love love the lyrics, and I love how they perform the songs and the feelings in it. Um, so that's what I wanted to do. So yeah. So but it's but it's hard though. I, I have to learn how to sing in uh, that uh, <laughs> accent. <laughs> I'm Norwegian. It's not easy. <laughs> I'll be found speaking English as well because speaking to you now, it seems to me like you can speak English perfectly well. Because you were a bit worried at first that you wouldn't understand yeah. me. Yes, I am. I'm, you know, uh, when I go to uh, the U.S., I always stop in London Yeah. because of the airplanes, you know. And when I'm in London, I don't understand anything. On the speakers, they're talking so fast, <laughs> I don't understand what they're saying. The only thing I can hear is gate nine. Okay, I try to go to gate nine. <laughs> uh, but in uh, the American language, I can understand better. But I think it's because uh, in Norway, you know, we always have uh, movies and stuff like that on the TV. Yeah. So we always have this American language all the time. Uh, and we also start uh, teaching English in uh, first grade now, actually. So I guess I'm uh, lucky to have that in the schools. That's fantastic. I mean, when I when I went to the when I went to the states, they always told me I spoke too fast. 
So I've had to try and learn to speak a lot slower. It's, yes. It's, it's, it's fascinating for me personally, because I grew up and everybody speaks English. You know, I don't, yes. you don't think about the other languages out there. And now for you to be able to speak English as well and to be able to understand, and obviously there's the complexities of, you know, there'll be some words that, I, that I'll say that you won't understand because it's slang. Because I, yeah. I, li- I, pu- I live in the north of England, so my accent is a lot more thicker than what it is down in London. Okay. Yeah, you, you're doing fantastic if you can understand, if you can understand me. <laughs> yes, I understand you pretty well, so uh, no problem. But I, I have uh, spoken to English people that I actually don't understand. I, I don't understand a word. So <laughs> I have to please slow down. And they slow down for about 30 seconds and then they <laughs> go fast again. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Rachel from Scarlet River Management, she's from Wales, and you've got Danny McMahon from Bristol. Do you find their accents a bit difficult to understand? Uh, Yeah, I think it's uh, more difficult to understand Scarlet. Yeah, Scarlet? What's her name? uh, Rachel. 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 Sorry, sorry. Rachel. It's uh, harder to understand Rachel than Danny. Uh, Danny talks like um, a little slower and a little bit more like an American. Yeah. uh, At least I think so. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, it's it's easier, but I, I ride a lot with uh, Rachel, so <laughs> I can understand her riding pretty well. <laughs> so how did you actually meet Rachel and Danny? You know, how did that come about? Uh, that was because of um, the songwriter that uh, I talked to after this uh, uh, this when I sang at the at the bar. Yeah, uh, this songwriter knew Danny and uh, Rachel from uh, earlier, and. Uh, then the second time I went to Nashville to record these songs, uh, they were in Nashville at the same time. So I met them at uh, the Legends Corner at the Broadway and uh, was just talking a little bit. And he uh, told me what he was doing and Rachel told me what she was doing. And after that, we uh, just stayed in touch. Uh, I written a song with Danny uh, not so uh, long ago. Yeah. And, uh, and Rachel is so, she's just so, so kind. She's so like, I told her she's, um, it's not so many people like her in the world left because yeah. she's doing things because she want to. And she has helped me so much and, uh, I'm not asking for anything, uh, back, you know? Uh, so it's because of, uh, this songwriter, uh, Tony Olsen and Rachel and Danny, that's because I uh, got them so far. That, yeah. uh, so I can be here right now. That's, uh, I'm very grateful for that. Now you mentioned a name earlier, Kinsey Rose. She actually yeah. sung on one of your band's songs, Scream. Yes. You know, yeah. Cry, uh, Cry For Me, Scream. Mm. And she was the um, second vocals on it. Now, that yeah. Borderville is your like your band as well, as well as doing yes. a solo career. How did that all start? Yeah, it goes back to the same story, you know. <laughs> after the, yes, it does. Like, after the, the song I sang at that bar, uh, somebody posted it on Facebook, and uh, uh, two guys from Norway. Uh, they uh, they're kind of famous in Norway already. Uh, one of them is a very good producer. He's uh, he's been into like party music a yeah. lot. And uh, this other guy, Tommy, he's um, doing um, you know like a, a more older version of uh, country music in Norwegian kind yeah. of. I don't know what you say there, but. Um, They've been doing this for about 30 years or something. And uh, they have been talking about starting a country band. Yeah. A trio. And after they heard me sing, sing on this um, 
this Facebook video, they called me and asked if I wanted to be in their band. And it was like, I've been listening to these guys since I was a kid, you know, I, I always look up to them. And they asked me if I wanted to sing in their band, so it was, it was amazing. That's brilliant. And, uh, yeah, so everything, actually, the thing is, I have to tell you this, because it's kind of funny. Um, we were supposed to go home to Norway. We were in Nashville on vacation, and uh, our, our uh, flight was in the morning. Yeah. Uh, so we were so sad because we couldn't see Kinsey Rose singing. Yeah. Uh, and when we came to the airport, the, our flight was canceled because there was a storm in New York. Yeah. Uh, so we got a few hours. So we went back to the bar, and that's why I got to sing. So if it hadn't been that storm over New York, I, uh, this, nothing of this had happened. So I think it's where it happened for a reason. <laughs> well, that's it. That's fate. That's, that's perfect. Yeah, yes. You're releasing a song at the end of May. You're also saying that you're going to be releasing some songs every other month as well? Yes, uh, I'm going. To, uh, at least that's what I'm trying to do because, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a lot of work. Um, right now, you know, I they do the they produce the songs in Nashville, yeah, and because of the coronavirus and the borders are closed and everything, I have to record them at home, yeah, or in the studio. So I have to, I sing one track, I send them to Nashville, they listen to the, yeah, and they send it back and they tell me you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do that. And then I do it again, and I send it back, and then they have to listen to it again. And so it's a lot of work. So, uh, but I'm finished with one uh, uh, about two songs right now. Yeah, and uh, it's written by Davis Branch and uh, two two other guys. Uh, it's really really good songs, and it's like the reason I wanted to do it in Nashville is because they have the Nashville tune you know they have the natural sound yeah and i've been looking at places after it and i i can't find seem to find this northern country sound in norway yeah uh, because with border wheel we have uh yeah ha- i think we, we got a really good sound to it uh but it's like a little bit of the old school in it it's a modern country mixed with a little bit of old school classic to a country and uh but i was looking for this real edgy modern mainstream sound so yeah <laughs> you can so- only find that in Nashville. How's everybody taken to your music in Norway then? Have you got a big fan base now? I guess they all disappear when the first song come on come out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that that's uh, the the thing, you know, I'm I'm really excited about this because I don't know anybody else in Norway that uh that actually singing this type of music, like real modern country music, because it's like yeah, either it's like old old school like Johnny Cash, uh Wellen Jennings, Merle Haggard, that kind of music, or else it's a nineties country. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't. There's not so many that things like twenty uh, twenty country, if you can uh, call it that. So I'm uh, really excited how people will, uh, if they will like it, or if it's too new or whatever. Yeah. So if they don't like it in Norway, I guess I have to go to Nashville or England. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're perfectly welcome to co- uh, to come to England. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have you got any plans to come to England, say, next year or any tours you want to do? Yeah, I really hope so. Um, I've been talking a little bit uh, to Rachel about it, and she sent me some um, uh, some uh, uh, pages where you can search for coming next year. But um, I have been waiting a little bit because I don't, I'm not sure what to, to do with the coronavirus. And so everything is like on pause right now so yeah. but if uh, if anybody listened to this and uh, they want me to come so i'll be on the first plane that i'm legal to take when the borders close 
I'm open. I'll be right, uh, right over there, so no problem. I'll be there I'll at be... the airport gate waiting for you with a big flag saying welcome. Yes, very good, very good. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so we mentioned the coronavirus there. How is it in Norway for the coronavirus? Obviously, we know what's happening in the UK. We're all, at the moment, on lockdown, so we cannot leave our houses. We've got to stay alert now and basically watch what we're doing and they're starting to open up little like certain businesses what's it like in norway at the moment how is how bad has it actually been for you guys well uh the thing is that the they they, they locked down the country uh, pretty early yeah uh almost uh, all the schools were closed uh, the um, uh, some of the businesses were closed you know like um haircuts uh what's it barbershops barber shops, yeah uh, all of those things were closed, and um, they was doing they were doing that for about two months, I think. And so the um, infections they calmed down, so they it uh, they got they kind of slowed it down everything. Yeah. And now they're opening up again. Uh, but the problem is, you know, all the events are closed. Everything with uh, so all the musicians uh, really struggling because all the jobs are cancelled. Yeah. So, but uh, right now they're starting. Uh, slowly to open up, so I hope uh, things uh, is going to be get better very soon. So um, and I heard uh, we, you know we are at the border to Sweden. Yes. And uh, so I, I heard today they was thinking about opening it up. So maybe the border to England will be open soon as well. Well, fingers crossed. Yeah. How's absolutely. it? How's it been actually recording the music? Then you say you got your own studio. How is it? Is it is it a weird sensation actually having to record it at home and then send it over to Nashville to get edited and then sent back and is it is it a weird situation for you? Yeah, yes. the The problem is uh, you don't get the feedback, you know, uh, that you want. If you're singing uh, like a verse and you, and you listen to it and oh yeah, it's kind of good, but you don't have anyone to talk to about it. If you know yes. what I mean. Yeah, and then, then it's uh, you know, taking a lot of time and send it down there and they say, yeah, it's good, but you have to do this and this. You get it back and you do that, but then you forget the old stuff you did. So it's time consuming, but um, it's okay then. It's, uh, it's working out and um, you, get, you, you get better, of course, uh, by doing it like this because you have to trust yourself and yeah. you have to do it your way. And uh, I think I learned a lot because... When you're sitting like this and you're singing and singing and singing um, to get it the best uh, way you think you can do it, yeah. And then send it to the studio. You don't think about studio uh, hours uh, that you uh, maybe the guy uh, sitting beside you want to go home for dinner or something like that. You know, you just have <laughs> you can sit all night and just try to do different things. Uh, yeah. So um, it is is good in one way. I think I learned a lot of it about it. But uh, of course, as soon as the borders open, I would rather go to Nashville in the studio. So. It will be a lot more faster. So hopefully, uh, maybe five or six of the songs I can do in Nashville. That's awesome. Yeah. In, in the future now, do you reckon you'll spend a lot more time at the home studio practicing songs before you go to a studio, just so you can kind of like get it nailed down in your own head? Yes, uh, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, and you know, uh, with the border wheel, yeah, uh, we're also tracking songs. We are coming uh, with a new song uh, in about uh, two weeks. Or something like that. Yeah. It's called uh, uh, Champagne and a Country Song, actually. Uh, it's written by all three of us. So uh, I'm really excited about that one. It's like a really party song. And, uh, yeah, so so what we um, agreed on doing is that we take the song home, we record it, record it a lot of times. So we 
absolutely sure of how to sing it, and then we meet in the studio. Yeah. And then we actually made a studio uh, that's on the border because uh, our producer he lives in Sweden, <laughs> and we we, have, we aren't allowed to go there. So we actually made a studio at in the middle. Yeah. So there's yeah. So there's a line going between us. You have to stay on the left side and we on the right side. Sweden and Norway, and we actually make it work like that. So that's <laughs> crazy. Cool. That's fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How, who who came up with that idea? Who thought that was a producer? The producer from Sweden. So I think he was a little bit lonely out there. You know, everybody's in Norway. He's in Sweden alone. So, but uh, there is a house like uh, uh, it's an info center. You know, for the Sweden Norwegian border. Yeah. And we were able to uh, to rent that. So That's... if you if you, if you go into the Facebook uh, our Facebook side uh, the border wheel. Yeah. Uh, you can see, you can actually see um, see other small movies we made from there. <laughs> so it's cool. Yeah, if you wanted to check that out, everybody, if you search on Facebook, Borderville Band, and it'll come up. Also, if you search Daniel Music or Daniel Barge Music, it'll come up as well. Yes. So how has it actually been actually doing your own like social media, having to do everything yourself to promote your own music? Have you found it quite difficult? It's, uh, it's difficult in, uh, in the way of uh, uh, trying to make things as uh, professional as you can, you know. Uh, so I, I rented in uh, a photographer and uh, I have a lot of friends that are, are doing this as their job. So I, I learned a lot of, from them and, uh, and I'm trying to uh, uh, kind of do it all the time. Uh, always posting something, always telling people what, what I'm doing. Yeah. And, uh, I can see that if when I'm doing this, uh, the followers are uh, rising and uh, I get uh, a lot of more friends all the time. And if I'm away for, from it for a week, everything drops. Yeah. Down. So <laughs> you have to to do it all the time to make it uh, grow. Very, very time consuming. Yes, it is. It is. I uh, see uh, all, all day, all night. So, <laughs> and the thing is, you know, the problem is, uh, you know, because of the time difference. Yeah. So I, I posting something, or I I write to the producer in Nashville, and then I go to bed, and I like I can't sleep because I know they're about to answer. <laughs> so yeah. two or three in the morning, I wake up. Yes, and I have to answer them. So. I doesn't get a lot of sleep. <laughs> oh, that'd be, that'd be terrible. So <laughs> you talk about images and for, uh, photographers. Yes. On your website, you can see, or on your Instagram as well, you can see quite a few pictures where you've wrote on a sign, you single, and it's on like an abandoned train. Yeah, it's in my hometown. I, it's I, a really cool train. I was about to say, whereabouts is that? And who thought of going to that train? It looks really, really cool, but eerie at the same time. Yes, it is. Is uh, we had to clean it up first before before we took the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but it's in my hometown. It's uh, I was talking to my uh, I have two sons. Yeah. Uh, uh, and my wife, I was talking. Where can we find a cool place for photography? And my son, he's told me it's a really cool place. Just uh, well, I don't know. It's about uh, five hundred yards from my house. Uh, in in uh, an old station. And yeah. uh, I was like, how do you know this? And he's like, I, what, what do you mean? <laughs> how do you know this place? I have I've been there sometimes, you know, you're not yeah. allowed to go there. But uh, he showed us and it was so cool. It's a really old train with, um, and everything is like it was, you know, with the seats. And so I'm actually planning on doing my uh, video uh, for the second uh, single that I come up with in that train. Uh, I'm thinking about the, doing the whole train into a bar. Oh. With the, yeah, with the seats. And uh, I'm going to make a small stage and... Uh, at least that's what I'm planning right now. So yeah. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. That'd be really cool, that. It's yeah, I think quirky. so. Quirky. 
<laughs> Talking about like, putting a bar on a train, have you actually thought about that in detail? Like how it's going to look and what you're going to do with it? Yeah, I've been, I've been talking to uh, uh, the one that is going to uh, help me make the movie. And um, we have to put a, a big, uh, I don't know what you call it, stillage? Is it stillage in England? Like you're building a um, yes, yes, foundation yeah. around? Yeah. yeah. Uh, because uh, it's going to be a lot of light and big cameras, you know, so you have to build uh, that around the train uh, to, yeah. to be able to get good uh, good videos. Yes. And um, I've been talking to some friends. And in Norway right now, it's like uh, it's a lockdown. Uh, so we can only meet uh, 50 people. And yeah. we have to be, yeah, and we have to uh, keep uh, one meter between all of us. Yeah. So that's a small problem. So I'm, uh, we are talking about maybe wait until... Uh, this uh, lockdown is over, but well, I don't know if, uh, if it's going to take too long. We just have to find something else. We just have to make something else. So we'll just see about it. But, well, it, but another thing about the about the train, though, it's like uh, it's, it kind of symbolizes that so many people always thinking about doing something with their dreams, and you know they really want to would do something, and then they're just thinking, I oh, wait, I do it the next year, or it's not the time for me. And yeah. uh, well, what I'm thinking about the train is like, it's so much better just get on the train and just follow it and make it take you wherever it leads. And uh, I want to wake up someday, you know, I'm thinking about, at least I tried. If nothing happens or uh, if something happens, at least I know that I got on the train and uh, I did something about it. Yeah, exactly. It's such a sentimental way to think about you know, life in general, you know, it's about getting on, you know, having the courage to get on the train and then just go and see where it takes you. Yes. yes. And then having exactly. that blind faith to follow somebody as well. It's, it's really, it's really nice. <laughs> yes. I have a, I have a sister that is, um, she's always kind of like standing on the station, you know, she really wants to go to the train and she's a really good singer. Uh, and I was uh, at her house uh, two days ago. Yeah, and I told her you have to get on the train, just do it. And she's like, "Yeah, okay, maybe, maybe." But uh, I hope she's going to do it now. So uh, maybe. Do you reckon she'll follow in your footsteps with the country music? Yeah, yeah, she's loves country music. She's actually always been the the singer. She's always been singing. She gave in out uh, CDs, and uh, she's been really good at it. But it it comes to a, a she have kids, you know, and. Um, uh, there's always been so much in her life that stops it. So she, she have never really followed uh, the dream that she, she actually wants to, but maybe now she will. I hope so. Well, that's, that's always it. I mean, as soon as somebody grows up and then, especially when the kids grow up as well, you know, there'll be, there'll be a lot more freedom and that independency to be able to do something like that. Yes. And that's also a thing with, uh, with me because uh, my wife is so supportive, you know, and I'm so happy to, to have uh, somebody that actually supports what I'm doing because if she hasn't been there uh, in the way that she she is, I, I don't think I could do it because yeah. when I'm, I'm kind of tired, you know, I'm like, oh, I can't do this right now. I've I'm, I'm been working and she's like, yes, you have to do it. Come on, go, go for it, you know. She's always supportive and um, that means so much to me. And um, it's because of uh, small things like that that uh, makes you move on and uh, that, that you... You have that extra that you yeah. maybe doesn't have alone. So when it's two about it, it's so much easier. How did you and your wife actually meet? It was uh, actually not. We always known each other because um, uh, there, 
her parents and my parents always been friends. But uh, it was in a meeting, actually, in like Christian meeting. Uh, I met her and liked her, and then uh, we got together, and then we split up. And then we got together again, and we split up, and together again, I think, and we split up, and then we got married. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, we actually been together like for me was six, uh, seventeen, I think, sixteen or seventeen oh, years. Oh wow! Old. Yeah, back and forth, and then we. Um, we married uh, after a while, and after that, we've always been together. So um, That's awesome. It's almost like marriage is like a yo-yo. You know, you got to go up and down before yeah. you actually get there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And uh, I'm so happy that uh, she's with me on this one, because uh, as I told you, you know, uh, it, hasn't, it, it couldn't happen before, because you know, as you were talking about earlier, the kids were small, and so much to do, but now the kids started to grow up, and she's in on it, and uh, so it's the best time for me to to really follow this uh, this dream and these things I'm doing right now. Yeah. Would you ever find yourself relocating to like Nashville or the UK to pursue it even further? Yeah. Uh, if um, if something comes up that I can just take uh, the things I have and just move there, like uh, everything is uh, in order, I, can, I I would do it. No, I wouldn't. Think about it for a second. I just say, "I come and I'm no problem." Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's uh, I, I could do that, but um, it's a problem, you know, with a visa and uh, the work uh, work issues in, uh, in the US and yeah. everything like that. But if I could, I would. Have you ever spoke to your wife about doing that? Yes, <laughs> or is, or is, <laughs> is this going to be yeah. news to her? <laughs> we actually have talked about it, so she, I think she's having a little bit uh, harder time with it than than I do because uh, of her family is living where we live, yeah. and she, they're really attached. But as I, as I told you, we can just move to Nashville and we can go on vacation in Norway. Yeah. <laughs> so there's other, if uh, she's told me if if it's possible, she she will, she could like it too. At least uh, try it out to see how uh, how it works out. It'd be awesome for you to, you know, go back to Nashville and actually see yourself grow into a fantastic artist. And I mean, you're already a fantastic artist as it is, but to have that support that's straight there, you know, on your doorstep. Yeah, like, I know. Like you say, you know, with the the time constraints, you know, I speak with any, anybody in America, it's so difficult because you're having to plan, you know, whether it's five, six, seven, eight hours behind yeah behind us yeah. and then there's an are you on our on gmt time or are you an hour ahead in no uh we are one hour after you i think yeah because at the moment now i'm recording this at 20 to 4 so it'll be 20 to 5 there yeah awesome so yeah, yeah that'll be even more difficult for yourself because for east coast it's six hours behind and then yeah. for Central, it's you know seven, and then Mountain Time it's eight, and then Pacific Time it's nine hours. If you yes. if you ever want to speak to anybody in Los Angeles, it's nine hours behind you. <laughs> yeah, I know it's crazy. So and that's a problem, you know. Uh, when we when we went to Nashville um, about uh, yeah five four five years ago, the kids were smaller. We have to call them, you know. And so many times they called me in the middle of the night and they like, "Hello, Daddy, how are you? Uh, I'm sleeping." <laughs> <laughs> so um that I, I wish i could live there because and the problem is you know when you are in nashville and you listen to all the success stories you know from nashville it's like everything happened when i moved to nashville and you, you get to hear that all the time so i had to move to nashville yeah so 
I have to, uh, if uh, something happens so I can do that, I will. So you mentioned earlier that your sister taught you how to play guitar. Yeah. What's your favorite kind of guitar to play? Is it acoustic or electric or anything? Uh, I like uh, yeah, I like acoustic guitar best because I will, that's what I've always been playing. I'm not that good in uh, electric guitar, actually. Uh, but acoustic guitar, I... Um, I always been played uh, been playing acoustic guitar and I, as I told you before I never been in like a band or something like that before now so yeah. it's always been me and my guitar and <laughs> uh, yeah so I've been singing with my guitar all the time so that's what I like best. Now to go from that when obviously because country music in Norway is quite it's relatively new how do you find like do you go gigging? Do you go to you know perform your music anywhere? Any like pubs or bars or anything? Yes, it's like I told you earlier. It's like uh, country music in Norway is uh, is growing, but it's like eighty uh, nineties country. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. So if you are playing a gig, you can't play anything uh, from Dustin Lynch or uh, Sam Hunt. They never heard of him. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, do you have to stick with the Alan Jackson, George Strait, that kind of stuff? Yeah, and I like that. I love that too. But I, it would be um, amazing if uh, I sang like Sam Hunt and everybody was singing. <laughs> that that was the the biggest uh, surprise for me when I was in Nashville. And I've been to Miami many times at the country festivals. Yeah, and where you see like uh, in the Tortuga Festival, like thousand young people like me. Uh, are singing to Sam Hunt. Yeah. And it's like, oh my, do you know this song? <laughs> it's like, really? And in Norway, they never heard of him. But uh, it's after this radio uh, station uh, showed up in Norway. Uh, people are starting to, to listen to it. But it's kind of like uh, Dustin Lynch and Sam Hunt and um, Dylan Scott. They, they're going like pop music. Yeah. It's almost like uh, not, it's that country. It's like pop. So. But that doesn't matter as long as they listen to it and it well, can grow. That, that's it. I mean, everyone tries to put a specific genre on something, whether it's going to be country pop or country rock or, you know, the, yep. the rapier kind of stuff with Kane Brown. It's, yeah. to me, you know, just, just call it country. You know, yeah, it's country yeah. pop. Yes, it does have a faster tempo. But yes. it's still, to me, if you have that soul in there, that, you know, that country lyricism, yeah. It's to me country. So, you know, Absolutely. especially you got songs that, have, you know, you don't have to have like a banjo or a steel guitar on it. You can still be a normal country song. Yes, absolutely. I so agree with you. Uh, but the, the thing is, I have to, you know, for people to know what I mean, I, I have to say modern country and pop country. And yes. I don't like those. Uh, I don't like that <laughs> either at all because I, as, I, as I told many people, you can hear a pop song yeah. that's on the radio. And so that's just like a country song. They yeah. don't have the banjo, they don't have the steel guitar, but it's a country song. So, um, but it's difficult, you know. Uh, like I told a lot of people, um, like the Keith Whitley stuff. Yeah. That that was pop country, <laughs> and you know when God Brooks came, that was pop country. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's always been like that. Yeah. I mean, what I try and do is people who don't. My friends that don't like country music, what I'll do is I'll sneak in every other song, a pop country yeah. song. And then they're like, yeah. oh, this is quite catchy. And then I go, yeah, yeah. well, that's country you're listening to there. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the same thing with, uh, with the biggest radio channel in Norway. Uh, they, there was, um, there was a, uh, a band in Norway that asked if they could play their songs, and it was country. And they say, no, sorry, we don't play country music. Sorry, we, it's only pop country. I have pop mainstream music. 
Yeah. And the next song was Lady Antebellum. But <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it right now. No, no, that's pop music. Well, so, there you go. It says it right there. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> have you done any performances yourself, you know, around Norway, or do you have, or do you have to go elsewhere to do any form of performing, gigging, you know, showcasing your music? Uh, I've been uh, do. Uh, I, I've been lucky, you know. Uh, a lot of opportunities happen after that Nashville trip uh, when I when I played at that bar, yeah. and uh, after that I've been uh, doing a big event in um, Christian Sand. It's about a four hour drive from here. Yeah, uh, a Christmas country thing, I, and I sang with the Isaacs. Uh, it's a Christian country band from Nashville. Yeah, and uh, a guy named just uh, Justin Lee from uh, Nashville. And um, after that I've been doing some gigs, you know, like small things. Yeah. Uh, but nothing big because uh, I like to sing country music. And the problem is when I sing in my stuff, it's like, can you please uh, sing something uh, from George Jones or something <laughs> like that? Because I don't have to do that. Of course, I love that kind of music, but it would be cool if they started listening to, uh, to a little bit modern uh, country. And that's why I'm so excited now that I got my own music that is coming so people can get to know yeah. uh, my kind of music and come listen maybe to, to my songs. Well, I'll try and share it as much as I can. Hopefully, the radio stations in Norway pick it up for you. Yes, that would be great. So, you mentioned your dad is a minister, a minister for a church. Yes. What kind of music did he listen to, and did it inspire you to, you know, obviously to go through the routes you you go through? Well, he. Uh... He listens to that that old uh, meeting songs, that Christian stuff. But the thing is, the the, the Christian music uh, in Norway it's is in Norwegian, yeah. But it's translated from old Merle Haggard songs and old Waylon Jennings songs, and <laughs> so it's actually country music he was listening to. But it was uh, really bad instrumentals, you know, with these old ladies with the guitar that was picking the strings. Yeah. And uh, but it, it was country music, so. Uh, after I grew up, I can uh, I heard Merle Haggard sing a lot of the songs, Chris Christopherson singing them. Yeah. So it was country music. Oh, that's awesome! That's, yeah. that's really funny. <laughs> yes, it is. So, how has he taken? Is is your father still around now? Yes. How has he taken to, you know, you going to Nashville and you, you know, developing yourself as a musician? Has he been supportive of you? Yes, he's uh, he's really supporting, and um, I'm so happy about that because uh, I, uh, he's a minister in a church, you know. And the the lyrics in my songs, uh, I often sing about a Bud Light, you know, beer and uh, and things like that. And he he don't, he don't like that stuff, you know. So he's like, can't you ever sing about uh, something else, you know? But uh, but he's uh, so so uh, I I think it's. It's, it's very good from him um, that he can uh, put that aside and uh, be supportive anyway. Even yeah. though I know he doesn't like the music, he doesn't like that I go to the bars and everything, but he's still supportive. So that's a really good thing. Well, that shows you know true love. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Bless. That's 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 lovely. <laughs> that's lovely to hear. <laughs> yes. What about you personally then? You know, what kind of things do you like to do on a weekend? You know, when you sit back and relax after you've put down your songwriting pens or put down the lyric sheet that you're reading off, what is it? How do you unwind? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll get that. Yeah, now, you know, we, we, have, uh, we have a lot of friends and 
what we usually do is we uh, we gather uh right now it's like spring and it's uh, getting warmer we used to uh, make a, a fire and we sit around it and actually play guitar and sing uh, usually or we have a beer and uh, listen to country music oh wow that sounds like yeah. heaven to me <laughs> yes it's great and uh all of my friends, you know, uh, a lot of them, they, they love country music. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so um, I have a good friend of mine that is running uh, the Booths of Norway country uh, account on the Instagram. Yeah. And uh, so she's working with it now. And that's because she, she just uh, wanted to do something with the country music. And um, that's what she's doing. And it's, she's doing great. That's awesome. I mean, I saw her on instagram today you know when i first shared that i was going to be speaking with you you know she shared yes. quite a lot of it and it's fantastic yes 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 she's uh, she's really good she's she have uh, have a lot of this um, country music um, uh, singers artists from nashville that's like on the broadway you know the, yeah uh, those, yeah and, uh, and she got them on her show to to help them to to get their music out so she's doing a really good thing that's brilliant yes now Looking at you on video here, you look really, really trim. You look really, really fit and healthy. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. I got this filter. This. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I need that filter because I look really huge at the moment. So what do you do to keep fit and healthy? I work out, I guess. <laughs> it's, uh... Yeah, no, actually, it's, uh... I've been working out a lot. And uh, I had this accident with my shoulder. It's... Uh... Something uh, I don't know what you call it. It's like shoulder. Uh, yeah, it was something that went wrong inside the shoulder. Yeah. So I had to stop and I had to start all over again. I had to work it out. So uh, I'm not uh, working out as much now as as I used to. Yeah. But um, I try to do it a little bit now. But it's all the gyms are closed, you know. So I I have something uh, outside in my garden. Uh, some weights I try to lift now and then, but yeah, I have to be better. I was so much better before, but it's, it's I don't have time anymore. First, I have work, and then I have singing, and then I have music, and then so it's a lot. Yeah. Now you mentioned work. What else do you do? You know, to earn a living. Yeah, I um, I run my own firm, uh, carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I do that in the daytime, and then I come home and do music. So, oh wow. Yeah. How, how long have you fast. done? How long have you done carpentry for? Uh, well, uh, actually, my, my father was uh, also a carpenter, so he. Yeah. I was with him when I was about fifteen or sixteen or something like that, and then I just uh, started my own company when I was about twenty, twenty-one years old. Yeah. And after that, I just uh, been doing it. So. Oh, wow. But I, right now, you know, I have to. It's not. Uh, it's not my main priority anymore. I know I have some working for me and. Um, I try to be able to live from my music, you know, uh, yeah. that's my main goal. So, but of course it's a long way there. So I have to, if I'm going to make a living, I, uh, you still have got bills to, to pay. Outside. Yes. I know they, they don't stop. <laughs> so <laughs> we all wish they I would. Wish they yes. I wish. What's the weather like out there for you now then, you know, I, whenever I think of Norway, I expect like snowy fjords and just ice everywhere. I know that's yeah. stereotypical, but what yeah. is it like out there for you? It's like snowy everywhere, ice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, I've got it. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Actually, it was snowing yesterday. Yeah? <laughs> so, yes. Oh, wow. It's cold, it's, it's cold, but uh, in summer it's okay, you know. It's like uh, almost like London and uh, the UK. It's not, it's not far from it, but where I live, I live um, 
uh, kind of uh, in a higher, like in a, not in the mountains, but it's like higher than uh, yeah. Oslo, for example. So we have snow. Uh, it's it's about two or three, three four weeks since we um, the snow was gone. Yeah, and uh, so it's it's a lot colder here than uh, as I see it everywhere else. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of friends. Yeah, I have a lot of friends in Nashville. You know, and I see they go swimming, and I was like shoveling snow. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it's cool, but it's uh, it's very nice though. Right now it's spring, so it's starting to get green and the yeah. flowers bloom. So it looks uh, looks a lot better right now. What was it like for you to go from you know Norway, where it's a lot colder, to then go to like Nashville or around America, where it's just so much more either warmer or more humid? Yeah, it's uh, it's in Nashville. I think it's been okay. Uh, I haven't noticed it was hot, but not that very hot. But I in Miami it was. I, I thought I was going to die because it was, <laughs> it was crazy. And we, we were at the beach. It was in the middle of the summer. And um, we went to the beach and we were all alone in Miami Beach. I mean, it was like, why? There are no people here. But in the middle of the day, we understood why. Because it, <laughs> it was so hot, you know. And the water was the same. So, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, I got, got got a little shocked then. But yeah. I, I, I don't care. I love the heat. So I can move there too as well because of the sun. I mean, I thought it was absolutely crazy because I, I used to visit Texas quite a lot and it was like, oh. it'd go between 40 and 45 degrees Celsius, almost, you know, over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. And yes. nobody's out, but I was loving it. I absolutely adore yes. the heat. Yes, I know, me, me too. I love it. But, yeah, actually, it was in uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. And they have this heating wave, you know, it's like, uh, it was hotter than normal in Las yeah. Vegas. And they went to the... Um, Hoover Dam. Yeah. This, uh, yeah. And then it was like you could be outside for uh, 15 minutes and then you had to go inside to cool down. <laughs> and I, I've been telling my friends, and it uh, sounds crazy, but if you took it down the windows on the car, you almost died from the heat. So you yes. have to keep the windows closed and the air conditioning on. <laughs> it was crazy. You can see why everybody's got air conditioning units in America. It's just so yes. stifling. <laughs> you have to have it. <laughs> But yeah, um, going to, I went to Orlando a couple of years back in Florida and I just yeah. remember that just being so, not just hot, but hot and wet because it's just so much humidity in the air. It was, it wasn't, it was lovely to go, but it was just wasn't nice to experience. I know it's like, uh, you go take a shower and you, after one hour, you're still not dry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You actually come yeah. out more wet. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> How was it in Texas? I, mean, I always wanted to go to Texas. Texas is fantastic. I, I recommend yeah. it to anybody. I went to, I've been to San Antonio, Austin. I've been to Houston. It's just everywhere. Everywhere's big. It's huge. Yeah. The, I heard the city, uh, the actual cities like Houston, Dallas, um, San Antonio, even down to like Corpus Christi. Everything is just huge. All the cars, all yeah. the food, the meals. The roads. I can't believe how wide the roads are over there. Cool, cool. I, I, everybody's saying it. Everything's bigger in Texas, so I guess it's true, though. Yeah. So if if you ever want to, I'd highly recommend it. Definitely yes. get yourself to San Antonio. There's just so much to see, so much to do, and yeah, it's it's so much fun. And a lot of country music, uh, I guess. Yes. Uh, well, Texas itself is you know well known for like. George Strait. George Strait is yeah. from Texas. And, you know, it's, yeah. there's so many bands. Um, I used to listen to a band called Uncle Lucius, and they yeah. were fantastic. They were from Texas. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's a great place to go. 
Yeah, I have I have a lot of friends that uh, went there uh, last year because we went to Nashville and they went to Texas and they drove the car from Texas to Nashville. Yeah. So we met up there. So um, that's what a four five hour drive. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but it was hard drive. But oh. they, they told me it was worth it. So I wish. Uh, I have regrets, you know, I should have come with them. But I love Nashville, you know, so I didn't want to waste any time. Well, that's it. I mean, we've all got time in the future to do stuff like that. I mean, I'd love to do a yeah. drive from Nashville down through, like, Louisiana, then to go into, whether to go the opposite direction, go into Florida or go straight back down to Texas. It'd be great just to do a whole, the whole run in a car. Yeah. Yeah, I have some friends of mine living in Connecticut, close to New York. Yes. And they... Uh, uh, one of them, he's uh, never taken a plane because he always drives. So they, they drove actually from uh, Connecticut to Nashville and to Miami. Wow. I think it was 24-hour drive or something like that. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. I, I mean, I love driving. I absolutely adore yeah. it, but I could not stand that. I mean, driving in the heat and then just driving for so long. Yes, I, uh, I've been to Paris uh, uh, and... Um, uh, Denmark and Germany. Yeah, and then I've been driving a car. But after a while, I just uh, why should I do it? You're on the freeway all the time. You, you can't see anything. And just yeah. use the car. You go on a plane, it's two hours, and you're, and you're there. So, yeah, there you, know. you get to experience a lot but, more but, of it. <laughs> yes. All right. I think I think I've covered everything. You know. Yes. Okay. Is, is there anything else you want to add? Uh. The thing I want to add is that I really hope that people will listen to my new music and uh, that uh, I know you don't like the word modern country, but <laughs> my type of country. Call it, call it that. <laughs> yes, but I don't like it. But yeah, I don't like it either. But uh, I hope it. Uh, I hope it will, uh, you know, grow in Norway and in England and in the rest of Europe at the same way as it done to in the United States. So that's what I'm really hoping for. Awesome. And please listen to my music. <laughs> so yeah everybody check out daniel uh daniel just search daniel borge music on facebook yes. or even borderville band and you can see him both yep. there on twitter it's daviel music so it's yes. d-a-v-i-e-l-m-u-s-i-c yes and then on instagram it's just daniel borge music yes so yeah, check out all that and just check out the music as well because that's what it's all about. It's, you know, whether you go on Apple Music or whether you go on Spotify or whether you go on YouTube, just as long as you're streaming it, as long as you're buying it, that's all it's about. That's all what, that's all what we want is, you know, as yeah. artists and as, as like promoters like myself on podcasts, you know, radio stations, we just want the music out there and yes. absolutely love your stuff at the moment. Thank you so much. I, uh, I really like, like you're saying, I really want uh, people... Uh, in this business we're in don't forget the music that's what it's all about exactly. all the promotion all the work we're doing is because of one song is one single and uh, that's what it's all about exactly also if you want to check out Daniel's website it's danielborgemusic.com yes that's right awesome so yeah I think I've covered everything what I normally do at the end of each podcast is I ask a couple of questions so it's I say the mundane questions, but sometimes they lead off into extra little bits. So the kind of questions is, do you drink tea or coffee? Coffee. Coffee. What, yes. What kind of coffee do you like? Do you like the barista stuff or do you like just your instant decaf You know, the... Just the regular coffee. <laughs> how, how, how do you take your coffee? Sugar, sweetener, milk? 
Just uh, regular, nothing in it. Just nothing just, in it? Just straight black? Nothing. Yes, just straight black. You're harder than me. You're more of a man <laughs> than I am. I don't like whiskey, so I have to drink black coffee. So You don't like whiskey? Do you like any no. form of alcohol? Uh, yeah, I guess I can uh, I can like beer. Yeah. What Actually, can... it's, not my, it's not my favorite. I would like, I'd rather have soda, you know. But, soda. <laughs> yeah. But I, I can drink beer and it's... Uh, but nothing, nothing. I don't, I don't like alcohol that much, actually. Oh, fair I just, enough. I just drink it to have fun. <laughs> fair, no, fair enough. I mean, everybody's got their own little quirks, and if you don't like alcohol, you know, no one's going to judge you. I mean, Thank you. I like to get drunk, <laughs> but hey-ho, I'm, yeah, I'm sure I've got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do you like to go out to eat, to like restaurants, or do you like to get takeaways in? Uh, I like actually like to take takeaways in actually. Yeah, what kind of takeaways do you like? You know, what kind of things do you have in Norway? Pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Any any what? Go on then. I've got a question for you with pizza. Do you put pineapple on pizza? Is that good no. for you or bad? No, that's bad for me. It's <laughs> good for my wife, I guess, but I don't like it. <laughs> I remember seeing on Twitter um, Rachel from Scarlet River Management. She posted a poll out whether to have pineapple on pizza or not. I kind of upset her because I said you should have pineapple on pizza. I enjoy it. Oh, I enjoy the okay, sweetness. Yeah. Yes, my wife loves it. But I, I always sit there and take them away because I don't think it belongs in a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have on pizza? I, actually, I only had ham. Ham? That's all. That, yeah. that, that's it? Yeah, cheese and ham, that's all. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Do you like garlic yeah. bread? No. No. Fair, nope. fair enough. I mean, I, yeah. I love the stuff. <laughs> yes, I, I, I really, I don't like it. I, I, I really, really regular guy. I, don't, I, I eat uh, pizza with ham. I like cheeseburger with only cheese. Yeah. I like, uh, yeah. If I get a big uh, plate with something, I take away everything except the potatoes and the meat. You know, like. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Really... Fair enough. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah. that to me explains why you're so fit and healthy, and I'm so yeah. What is it? <laughs> okay. I, I can't I can't say yes or no because I don't see it. I think it's look fit out from where I uh, Oh, wait till you see me in person when you come over. <laughs> okay. Um, what kind of things do you cook at home then? You know, as like a evening meal. Uh, I, it's my wife that cooks actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of old fashioned that way, but I, I'm not good at it. I, I tried, you know, but I burn everything. So I think she thinks it's better that she do it. <laughs> what kind of things yeah. does she cook then? Uh, everything lasagna, uh, pizza a lot, uh, steak. Is we have a she can make everything. Yeah, yeah. She had this uh, specialty with um, with garlic and uh, not garlic uh, gravy and uh, pasta and steak oh, yeah. uh, mixed together. Yeah, it's so good. Oh. That's my favorite. I'll have to. You have to send me the the ingredients for that. You know how to do it, and I'll give it uh, a go. Yeah. That sounds really nice. Yes, it's really good. It, so, it sounds different, but it sounds good. Yeah, it's different, but it's uh, it's really good, actually. And I, I, I don't like uh, that much different, but this is good. <laughs> it's easy to like. All right, so that that's pretty much everything. Is there, is there anything else you want to add just before we close out? No, I uh, want to send a thank you to uh, to Rachel and uh, and Danny and the Skull Tribute Management for all the help they're giving me, because... Uh, as I told you earlier, I wouldn't be here uh, if it weren't for them. So, yeah. thank you. Well, thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Daniel. All thank right. You. No. 
thank you for coming on. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And I look forward to seeing you come over to the UK, hopefully within the next year. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, for everybody, for listening. And I'll see you all next time. Bye for now. That was the Country Chats Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews, and general chit-chats on all things country music.